hello. Oh, yeah, there you go. Da-dun, 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 da-da-dun. Advertisements. We're yeah. more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Happy Juneteenth, Adam Strange. Oh, yes. All right. Let's hope, uh, you know, they don't fuck this holiday up for everyone. Um, weird that white people in government made it a holiday. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, instead of meaningful change, what we did was take down some statues and uh, gave you a one fucking day off. What well, do you remember? When I was a child, the Martin Luther King holiday push was happening mm-hmm. in D.C. Mm-hmm. And that was always in the paper for a while. And then everybody got really mad. Grease Man was a local radio host who made a very racist joke mm-hmm. about how if they killed four more, they could get a whole week off. He said that shit on a morning show in yeah. Washington, D.C. Yeah, a white yeah. guy thought that was like a funny joke he could Absolutely. say to a morning show in a majority black city. Yeah, Their radio station wasn't the black one, but in a majority black city, he mm-hmm. made that joke. And then all these states were like, not in our state. We're not going to have that holiday. Yeah. Like the Arizona, fact that Arizona was like Arizona, New Hampshire. What? We're gonna have a holiday for a black person? Yeah, like that's fucking crazy. No, that's what the Public Enemy song. By the time yeah. I get to Arizona, yeah. is about. I remember. You know, I but also because it. it also just that has a better ring than by the time I get to New Hampshire. But uh, yeah. it could have went either way. Yeah. It would have been a shorter trip for for Chuck, Chuck D, D for sure. It'd been like a five hour. Which you know, again, I never thought about. Through that, a beautiful but little area like New England, he could stay at a bed and breakfast. Probably Maybe. not. Probably not. No. I don't think they're going to let him. Um, but also, like, I never thought about that, but thus underlines his commitment. He's like, I could have driven to New Hampshire four hours from my Long Island home. Or so much is my commitment is by the time I get to fucking Arizona, yeah. which is a shit drive. I'm gonna no, and that he's like, I don't even want to go to your shitty state. You know, by the time I finally get there, I'll tell you how I feel. And in the song, I think he's... I urinated on the state when I was kicking this song. He's like, I had to go to Arizona and piss on it. Like, take that state. I'm peeing on you. I'm going to write a song about it. I mean, I think that's legitimate, but also I will tell you that my father once told me that you can't say you've ever been anywhere unless you peed there. So maybe that's what Chuck D was talking about. I don't think that my father and Chuck D have a lot in common, but I don't know. Maybe. Um yeah, it's yeah, it's it's all bullshit. I also once, um, back in the day, my early days in Nashville, uh, one of my first jobs was I worked at a restaurant where this uh, very kind of hardcore redneck dude was the kitchen manager. So much so that like he, you know, he had to work six doubles a week, and then even the uh, day that the restaurant was off, he just had to do food prep the whole, Ugh. on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, which, you know, Sunday in the American South, yeah. you, you don't even get Sunday off, it's, which is some crazy shit. Um, so, yeah, he was working around the clock, and uh, yeah, shout out to you, Craig, in a manner of speaking. Um, but he was, like, so redneck that, like, he was missing his two major front teeth. Yeah. Um, talked like Boomhauer. I had a really hard time understanding him. Uh, because I was fresh off the boat from New Jersey, you know what I mean? And also, uh, he had he was like bald in the horseshoe George Jefferson capacity, um, but had a braided rat tail at the age of nice. like at least, he was probably then the age that I am now. I wonder if he um, like took out the braid and conditioned it and like combed it. That's a good question. I doubt it because of the thing. But anyway, uh, we had off for Martin Luther King Day and he was like spitting mad about it. And I was just like, I was like, dog. You literally don't see your family so that you can manage this other asshole's kitchen. Can you not just be, like, stoked that you have a fucking day off and, like, your racism can't even be so pervasive that you're mad? Or maybe you just hate your family. I was going to say, you don't know his family. Uh, I mean, I'd met him, but they didn't seem, like, aggressively obnoxious. But, you know, maybe that had to do with, like, yo... You get you get obnoxious at daddy's job. Maybe you you know, get that ass whooped. But honestly, other than his like really palpable racism, he was a pretty mellow dude. But um, so I I I'm not accusing him of beating his children and wife or anything. But you know nobody does that on the surface. Anyway. Yeah. Um. But the, the point here is not to examine uh Craig's whole fucking family dynamic. It is really just to say that like. 
wow, you're so racist that even a day off in the name of a black man, you're one fucking day off, possibly, other than Christmas, it's probably the only fucking day he ever had off every year. And even just having a goddamn day off in the name of a black man angered him. Now, you think that I, just just talking about Juneteenth has really got to piss off everybody that's into the whole critical race theory protesting movement? I mean, yes, like as long as we're like, using the term uh, critical race theory. Because the idea of Juneteenth will, Juneteenth will make their racist kids feel bad about themselves, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but what I would like to posit, if you will, mm-hmm. um, from Juneteenth to Jan 6th. Do you think later Jan 6th becomes a fucking federal holiday? Because for a long time, I've suspected that like 9-11 will one day become a holiday, like a gift-giving holiday. Yeah. You know? Um, Cards. Thinking about you. Uh, I'll never forget you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was low-hanging fruit. Oh, even that, if you get what I'm saying. Um, Anyway... We we don't need any low hanging nine uh, eleven jokes, but um, so yeah, uh, let's just jump right from one thing that's overtly about brutal racism to another thing that's kind of still brutally racist, but on a more um, I don't want to say covert level, but mm-hmm. you know less explicitly racist in the sense that if you want to turn a blind eye. Yeah. Uh, have you been watching the January six hearings? Little bits. I've been listening to the highlights. Moreover, I know I haven't been watching them live at night. I wasn't going to, but here's what I will uh, say has actually made it at least more interesting to me: is that because essentially, you know, they're like, "Oh, it's not bipartisan," or you know, whatever, which I, I think is a way overrated concept. But um, you know, normally when you watch congressional hearings, it's just. Uh, Democrats going to try and score points in this one way and then yep. fucking Republicans will try to sabotage it and you have to listen to fucking Jim Jordan fucking say a bunch of nonsensical bullshit for a while. Yep. Um, and then and nothing ever gets like, you know, concretely laid out. This because <clears throat> it's mostly Democrats and I think it's seven to two, but even the Republicans that are there are actually interested in investigating. Yeah the roots of this thing that you don't have anyone who's actively trying the to rhinos, sabotage. You mean. <clears throat> yeah, those fucking rhinos, which is like a way worse insult than they think. Like I understand the acronym there of like Republican name only, but fucking rhinos are fucking rad, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the animal? Like if you called me a rhino, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Um a fucking professional head butter that's made out of body armor. Yeah, it's like a yeah. double unicorn. Oh my god, dude, it's amazing. Fucking rhinos. Shout out to fucking actual rhinoceri, not fucking Republicans. Anyway, um, but because they are all kind of paddling in the same direction, what these congressional hearings are doing are actually just laying out the facts of the case yeah. without anyone trying to actively sabotage the narrative. Um, and whether you agree with that narrative or not, that's up to you. But if you watch the shit, some of it is shit we all know because we all watched it happen live on TV or just saw the highlights. Uh, and a lot of it is uh, there's some startling shit in there. Oh, yeah. Like the fucking plans that they had to fucking steal the government. Yes. And um, well, that OK, that actually brings me to one of my first points is that uh, when you start hearing some of this shit, it's actually kind of ironic that it's even called the January 6th hearings because it this shit starts oh, yeah. mo- like about a year before the election even yeah. happens, much less January 6th. Like definitely the moment Biden wins, it kicks it into fucking like High the, the, year, act, right. the moment that Fox announces Arizona. Yes. They all decide that See, it that's all comes it. Back to There's Arizona. no way that a Republican can actually win or can lose to Joe Biden. There's we're so good that we can't possibly lose. They had to have cheated. Yeah, well no, I mean do you and it's like if they had the power to cheat, do you think they fucking would have let Trump get past a fucking primary four See, years ago? This also begs the question And if they can suicide uh, anybody, why does Trump walk the fucking earth? I mean I, I just saying like like they, they give these people too much power. 
Well, it also where, begs the question, like, once they made that call on Fox, how did Ted Nugent not make his own cover of By the Time I Get to Arizona? Well, because he he's too racist to even know what that, that to song know exists. what that is. You're correct. You are correct. Um, but yeah, so it's just ironic to me that they're calling it the January. I understand why. Yep. They're calling it the January 6th hearings. But um, in the first, in episode one, season one, uh, Liz Cheney lays out like, no, this was a seven point plan by Donald Trump specifically. Um, and the riot at the Capitol is like point number six. Yep. They're like, oh, if these other five things that we've already tried doesn't work, then uh, we'll just stir shit up to the point where violence in the streets is yeah. is the sixth out of seven options and I, i'd say benefit of the doubt the best case scenario is that their plan wasn't for a full-blown riot but it was to make them stop to, to like the protesting to stop them counting you know i don't know i i, th- I think the i like, think the proud boys fucking had plans drawn up for mm-hmm. infiltrating the building and what to do once they got inside and they were going to hold Three buildings. They apparently were going to yes. send people to the Supreme Court after they buildings. held Congress. It, yeah, it, it was so uh, that judges couldn't come make any stands. No, so the the Capitol itself, the Supreme Court, and at least two office buildings, yeah. which is where the uh, House members and Senate yeah. members had their own personal offices. So at least four buildings they were trying to hold, depending on how many actual rioters and accomplices they had um it is also very uh wild to see how much uh not just the actual role that the proud boys played in all this because that's not that startling to me but um how much the investigation has been like yes these particular group of douchebags were the tip of the spear and in a very purposeful way um so since you kind of started there, I'll just uh, say that, like, so you've heard about they all the background they did on the very intentful actions of the Proud Boys to be the tip of the spear. And have you heard the whole, like, 1776 memo and all yeah, that shit? Yeah. Um, so did you hear the part, though, that, like, you know, it gets disseminated to the rest of the Proud Boys through Enrique Tario. Mm-hmm. But he did not write that. No. And someone sent it to him. And I, to my knowledge, I don't think they've proven yet who actually wrote it. But it just, and this is, I found this to be actually kind of humorous. They were like, it was sent to Enrique Tario from, quote, one of his girlfriends. Um, But uh, so there are suspicions and speculation. And since speculation is what we do here, uh, some people are saying that, it comes from Roger Stone. Clearly, Roger Stone would not have been the author of this thing. So even if it comes through Roger Stone, who everyone knows is, um, for, or for anyone who doesn't know, is obviously close associate. And uh, I don't think he was pardoned by Trump for his previous actions, but he was, yeah. uh, what do they call the step down from the pardon? Fucking, He was uh, yeah. relieved of jail time, yeah. whatever the fuck that's called. Um Granted clemency. Clem- yeah, you got clemency? Yeah. For for other shit previously. But he close associate to uh, Donald Trump uh, and the direct conduit between Trump and the actual Proud Boys. Uh, but also is probably not smart enough. or And also, well, whether he's smart enough is one thing. But uh, he doesn't know shit about strategy and, and military tactics. So someone almost certainly who has military background wrote that document but it's essentially the diagram for anyone who doesn't know it's uh this so-called 1776 return i think is what it's called right i do not know is uh it's a written document that was disseminated to the proud boys and you know probably the oath keepers and whoever else uh but of like how the strategy was going to take place uh in point 6 of like starting the riot taking over the Capitol building, the Supreme Court building, and uh, the two office buildings of the House and Senate members. Um, so all of that is really tracked online, made super clear. Um, the whole, uh, you know, the thing about the informant from inside the Proud Boys? 
Um, not, not really. But uh, I mean, I know there is one. Yeah, well, at least one. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. these motherfuckers are flipping left and right because it's super weird. Just well, like Enrique was also an informant. Yeah, he's yeah, and had been things, one. They said for other yeah. shit, he'd been yeah. a snitcher, which is like such a weird thing to be like. Yeah, we're like super gangster, and our leader is an admitted snitcher. Like, how do you have any type of conspiracy where the guy at the head of the conspiracy, or at least one well, of them, they're, heads, they're so proud about their Americanism? So working with the the authorities is, makes them hard. Yeah, but it also like it's such a because the left hates cops. And I use this term way too much on the show, but again, it's. It's the snake swallowing its tail as just like as a career. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like um, <clears throat> so you have this supposed pro cop, pro law enforcement, pro America group that is going to fight the cops and law enforcement in order to overthrow America. And then to, uh, and you have a, a, a an informant to the cops as the leader of the pro-cop group that's going to fight the cops to overthrow the government. Yeah. Like, that just keeps... Oh, it's it's uh, circular logic that, you know, it's kind of borders on making me apoplectic. Um, but the... Uh, and, you know, as I had repeated the whole thing about fucking Mike Pence and, like, his Secret Service security detail, getting him out of there and all that shit... Well, one of the things that the informant said was like, no, if the Proud Boys had caught him, the entire intention was definitely to murder him. Yep. Yeah. Um, which, and if you've watched any Game of Thrones, you know that that's fucking stupid. A dead body gets you nothing but a death sentence. A hostage. Now there's a bargaining chip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, all of that is, that's the brute force aspect of it. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie, you know, but to me, things that I found way scarier was, uh, so, you know, John Eastman, right? Yeah. The guy who wrote a different memo. I think they just called the Eastman memo. Is that what? Um, I don't know. I like this work better with Laird. <laughs> that is so, a teenage mutant the ninja, ninja turtles, turtles joke. yeah no that was you should have just let I think that it was one kevin eastman hang. i don't even know his name eastman, kevin eastman and peter e laird eastman and laird yeah this is his brother um well this guy let me tell you something you john eastman are no ninja turtle um because everything oh, and and i will tell you this um I have Eastman pegged. If, like, if we were doing like a Deadpool kind of thing, I don't mean like the movie. I mean like the when you bet on like who's gonna die first yeah. kind of thing. Um, but if there was like a like a jail pool, like, cause I think that we can I, I, rely on the idea that like Trump ain't actually gonna get prosecuted. Oh, fuck for no. They're going fuck to no. they're going to a hundred percent prove that he was the head of this conspiracy, and he will not. He will, not only will he not go to prison, I don't think he's even going to see a fucking day in court. I don't think he'll he's going to be charged with anything. I think that no matter what, he'll always have this like this defense that he had no idea what was going on, yeah, and that it's always going to be believable because he's a fucking idiot. And it'll be like, look, Rudy Giuliani was explaining this to me. Mm -hmm. That's enough. You said he that he'd be like, if Rudy Giuliani tried to explain something to a person who doesn't listen to things that aren't his own name, mm -hmm. he's, he doesn't know what the fuck was happening. He was just like the whole time, like the, when like a year beforehand, when he was saying they're going to use mail-in votes to steal the election. Mm -hmm. The Republican leaders came to him immediately and were like, "Dude, it's like sixty percent of our votes are mail-in. Yeah. You know that without the mail-ins, old gonna, ass white we are going to lose the election COVID, in yeah. a lot of places. Do not keep saying this, yep. Maryland, and that that probably is why Biden, you know, as much as anything else, like that that helped hit Biden win the fact Absolutely. that Republicans weren't doing a thing they were told not to do. Absolutely, and. He doesn't understand. I, I swear to God, like the way like Fauci and that Dix chick, I forget something Dix, whatever the the other doctor. Ha ha Clinton Dix. No, maybe man. Christine Dix. Dorothea Dix. D I X. They yeah. um, they both were like, no, we we would explain it to him. Like we'd be mm -hmm. on the fifth time and be like, you know what? There's there was really no point in mm -hmm. trying for a sixth. Just let it fucking go. He has not no for idea. a sixth Dix. Yeah. Um, no, but my okay. So to Eastman, this is what I'm saying. I think both of us are on the same page as far as like him asking for a pardon. Oh, that, no, that, any that any so person who asked for a pardon, yeah, knew, knew what they were doing, or email, mm -hmm. 
they might, I don't think that they knew that they were admitting guilt when they did that. But no, everyone involved in this is a, is is a season two of the wire type person. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, you know, and when when Herc looks at Carver and he's like, "God, I love chasing white people." <laughs> it's just like they don't talk in code on the phone. They they just they have no idea. Like the the privilege is really like if you need any evidence of white privilege, just look at how white criminals you know text and call each other. Yeah. It is not the crew from Heat. You know what I mean? Trump flipped out this week, and he went to his version of, of Twitter that he made that is, oh, yeah, is losing. It's called or... Truth. I don't Truth don't even advertise social. it. Bleep that out. But he um he went on there this week to complain about equal time for Republicans, and it's not fair that the Democrats get to be on TV when the Republicans don't get equal time, which, which is hilarious. In the on beginning so many of these hearings, they were like, "Please, equal number of other Republicans, please mm-hmm. come and be on this board," and they said, "No, we will not serve on your stupid mm-hmm. little." little thing so they had equal time and they chose not to have it that so that's the end that's the fucking end well not only that what the original plan was was to have an independent commission which means it will not be led by the senate or the house it will be people who are chosen but not elected members of the congress uh and republicans or mitch mcconnell specifically was like that's a fuck no and then when they were like, okay, so let's have a congressional panel. Originally, McCarthy agreed. And then he sent, I forget which one of his goons he sent, but uh, they had a Republican uh, House member go and negotiate what the terms of it would be. And they were very favorable. And then Trump told McCarthy, yeah, that also is a fuck no. So McCarthy was like, um, okay, well, let us uh, send Jim Jordan and... I don't know, a couple other motherfuckers, but uh, basically, your people that were texting the president at the time that the riot was going on about what was happening, basically co-conspirators or potential co-conspirators uh, that the investigation might find out. So they were like, yeah, we're not having potential fucking suspects and or witnesses be actual investigators into this thing you know i mean i i think that the conflict there is pretty self-evident yeah but their husbands can be on the supreme court and rule against releasing their emails to Mm -hmm. the fucking committee and that's that's and we will get to that but so that's how we get to this only seven to two instead of even number of democrats and republicans and fucking mccarthy decides to take his ball and go home and he's like, no, then we're not going to have any of our members. If Jim Jordan can't be in there to be a suspect and a saboteur at the same time and be on the jury, like, yeah, good. Beat it, motherfucker. And that is why, like I said, this is the first congressional hearing I've ever fucking seen where I'm like, oh, I can actually sit through this. Yeah. Not just because, like, I agree with the premise, but because I'm just hearing one contiguous narrative and not... A bickering match yeah. between assholes that I don't like on either side. Um, so that's how you get there. But um, the the Eastman thing, and here's why my money is on Eastman goes to prison. I think he's your fucking stooge. You can't even call him a patsy because a patsy is actually not guilty and gets yeah. hung out to dry. Eastman, how he didn't see this fucking coming is so bizarre. Like, how are you smart enough to get a law degree, but you're not smart enough to see how, like, yo... Oh, he's um white. That, again, yes. I think if you're rich back, and white... Season that, two of The Wire all if, over If you're again. rich and white and your dad was a lawyer, then you can be a lawyer, too. There was some study a while ago about, like, it was Irish judges in the South mm-hmm. and this weird thing about, like, wow, there's a lot of Irish judges in the South. There mm-hmm. really are. And... Every single one of them's father and grandfather were judges. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, what a coincidence that their kid was also good at law. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, just and, good. It's genetic, bro. <laughs> In one way or the other, it kind of is, though. <laughs> but so, uh, but that aside, it's just like bugged out because one has to know that with all the violence in the streets, and you've heard me complain about it on this show before, that... Uh, everyone who has been prosecuted thus far, uh, granted, some of them were nefarious, or as I like to call them, Vin Diesels, because they're bad actors. 
No. Oh, we don't want to talk about low hanging fruit. That was too much. It was that's too far. Um, but uh, yeah, but a lot of those people that have been prosecuted for actually charging into this shit, they're fucking regular working class blue collar jack off dum dums that did legitimately probably think like, oh yeah, they stole this election from us, and even though. I would probably not want to like hang out or meet with those people and they're fucking assholes. I guarantee you, a lot of them legitimately believed the horse shit that they were being shoveled oh, yeah. and thought that they were heroes and they, thought that they still do. I think many of them are still, martyrs. Absolutely, they're going in because they believe the truth and this evil government and it's freaking whatever. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But so all George of, Soros and and whether they are that or whether they're a proud boy, like this is your ground level of the pyramid scheme. You know what I mean? And all of them are being prosecuted. So when enough of them get prosecuted, a predictable outcome is that people will start to see that no one at the top of the pyramid scheme is being prosecuted. And if history teaches us anything, no one at the very top is ever going to be. Yeah. But who is going to be is the bottom rung of the capstone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm, the Don, not prosecuted. Consigliere, not prosecuted. Number three, you're going the fuck yeah. down. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, That's how. That's what capos are for. Yes. And so, like, John Eastman, how you didn't, like, I don't know if, if you thought that you were underboss, but no. You were never any higher than consigliere. You were not even, not even the Tom Hagen. No. You, yeah, you were below consigliere. You're at best capo, but you are just, you are the lowest part. Like, you're not the, you're not the northernmost city of South America. You're the southernmost city of North America. Think about fucking, um. Bill Barr, like mm. nobody, everybody hates him now. Like every Republican oh, is, is like, yeah. fucking rhino. He's not a conservative. He's mm. not one of us. And all he did with Trump was like, hey, this election was stolen. And he was like, no, it fucking wasn't. Mm. And they're like, yeah, it was. No, no, trust me, sir. I got all these computers over here. Mm. It, it was not stolen. Well, it was stolen. No, 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 no. Here's the cyber guy. No. Oh, okay. He's fired now. Okay. Um, How about this? Goodbye. Mm -hmm. I could stay for another three weeks, but instead I'm going to fucking leave. Like the fact of that, like that, that should be a bigger deal that the motherfucker in charge of like his cabinet secretary for all things legal was like, bye. Well, no, it's his attorney general. Yeah. That's, that's, is, that, that a, is that a cabinet? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. You do know a lot more about constitution. It's, it's, you took that one class. You're in the Tech Department of Justice. Yeah, the DOJ. FBI, everything is under you. That's right. This is your, the, your main but that's a cabinet legal, position? you know, fucking ambassador for yeah. your... your well, yeah, regardless, it's it's, like, he's the head of the DOJ, yes. Like, if he quits a month before it's over, you're fucking breaking the law. I Absolutely, mean, but you have to admit, though, all of this fucking dog and pony show that Bill Barr is putting on, whether the, the material facts of it are true or not, he when he resigned, do you remember his resignation letter was just a glug, 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 yeah. just oh just the, all the way to the balls fucking like it's been such a honor to fucking glug, serve this president like he he act he's acting in these interviews as if he fucking resigned in protest and it's like no motherfucker you snuck out the back door in the dark of fucking night and you let the fucking country burn and you let Nero play his fucking fiddle while you did it. Like, Bill Barr is one of the ultimate cowards in this scenario. And uh, the same with, what's his name? Scipion? Or the, the yeah, guy who's like yeah. part of the campaign management team? Now, it does not make their testimony any less damning. Like, definitely both of these two were like, no, I, in secret. I told this fucking psycho that he had lost in no uncertain terms. And in like, I heard someone refer to Bill Barr's testimony as open mic night, which I felt was fucking really accurate because, you know, Bill Barr is like, nah, like he used the term bullshit more times than I have on any specific yeah. episode of this show, you know, but he was like, I told him it was bullshit. It was kook stuff. It was uh, detached from reality. And it's like, you know where who else you could have told that to? Any open microphone in front of the goddamn public, you fucking fat prick. 
We have fucking Oompa Loompa. Now, now, think the other lawyers in this scenario with, with Eastman, his his two partners that, during this were Giuliani and Sidney Powell. Mm-hmm. Now, both of these people went to law school, mm-hmm. were somewhat intelligent enough to like get dressed themselves and walk around and shit. Like, and they didn't understand that they were defaming a billion dollar company. Oh, Dominion? Yeah, like, and that, every single Dominion's step of the way, fucked. they've been trying to get out of this trial, and every single judge has been like, no, no, they got a good case. They got a great case. And then just now, in New Mexico, and this is even part of the January, there's a guy in New Mexico who is a county commissioner or a, of a small county or whatever. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't vote to certify election results because they had Dominion machines, and so therefore they had to have cheated yes. somehow. And this is just a, just now. This yeah, isn't yeah. even Democrats. This is a Republican, primary a Republican primary for themselves, and Absolutely. they wouldn't certify the vote. But it turned out that guy, the same day that the state was forcing him to certify the vote, mm-hmm. was being convicted of his presence in the Capitol on January sixth. Yep. And so, and I think his name is Cooey. It's like C O U Y. Cooey. Cooey. That's his first name. Cooey. And then, um, wait, that's his first name? Yeah. But now Dominion put out a statement during this being like, Mm -hmm. see, we have this equipment. Now everyone thinks it doesn't work and that we're somehow like nefarious again. So they had one more step of the way of like, these these cases are coming. Like Fox News is going to lose billions. Fox News is like, has been separating assets from the company and, you know, getting more insurance. Yeah, they're going to Purdue Pharma their way out of this shit. Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani do not have anywhere near what they're being sued for well and i mean you want to talk about if you think eastman's going down Mm -hmm. giuliani and and fucking powell are going down hard um well they powell hasn't been talked about a lot during this whole january 6th thing she comes up she might be bill barring her way out of this she might be slipping out in the dark of night but um what's also bizarre about dominion being the thing and i hate he's saying it but again this is a snake swallowing its tail is fucking dominion is owned by a very conservative right-wing Republican. Yeah. Dude. Like, it's it's a cons- if you can call a corporation anything, but not even the corporation. Yeah, its ownership is very right-wing Republican, and they're billionaires, mm-hmm. uh, as far as I know, at least millionaires. I could be wrong about the B, um, but so it's just kind of bugged. It's very Trumpian in the way that they just kind of lash out at, like, whatever they need to. You know what I mean? But, like, you went and it's You could have actually, like, there's so many dumb, dumb conspiracy theories that they're just, you know, they're just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. You could have not just put the Dominion thing in there. They could have said the Democrats hacked Dominion. That's a whole other thing. Mm Now, Dominion could still sue being like, no, no, we're hack-proof. But that doesn't say, they were saying the company mm-hmm. actually worked with, like, Hugo Chavez. Hugo fucking Chavez, who's been, yo, did, who the fuck didn't tell them that Hugo Chavez has been dead oh, for, like, knew. nine they years? Know, they know they know what Madero is now. They know who the, the new guy is. They're mad right now that Biden's been down there, like, you, oh, But no, like, I guarantee you, Sidney Powell, Giuliani, Marjorie Taylor Greene, these people, Tuck, Tucker Carlson might know, but th- those three, they don't fucking know. No. No. They don't know anything. Oh, you know about Bobert? What just happened to her a couple of days ago? No. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, remember, okay, the Muckraker pack mm-hmm. is a super pack. They're the ones it's that. It's actually called that? Yeah, the Muckraker super pack. They're the ones that just took down Cawthorn. They're the ones that put out all the videos of Cawthorn. They had the video of him and his naked wrestling with his buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were the, like, <laughs> pop, 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 pop of info that came out. The crypto, the everything that happened was them. Yeah. And they, they celebrated. They were like, no, that was us over here. Mm-hmm. Next is Bobert. And then about a month later, they put this shit out this week. Marjorie Taylor Bobert. <laughs> well, Bobert apparently, according to them, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's her first name again? Lauren. Lauren Bobert, yeah. yeah okay. Was an escort for a long time, an unlicensed escort. In, Col- in Colorado, you have to have a license to be an escort. Okay. But she was doing Wait, it with what? like Sugar Daddy you websites to be an escort. Didn't know that. Okay, go ahead. So she was escorting. You, you're accusing her of being a Lauren, Lauren Hobert? They yeah they that put was, out a bunch. Uh, that was low hanging. They put out like photos. They say are her like advertising her site. They have all these different like conversations that they put out. They have this whole theory that while she was doing it, mm-hmm. while she was um, while she was escorting. escorting, one one of her people brought her to Aspen for a party one weekend mm-hmm. where she met Ted Cruz. Mm. Within a month, she stopped escorting, and all of a sudden, Ted Cruz put like seventy five thousand in one of her in, in a campaign account for her new campaign that just got wow. launched. And that he might have met her when she was an escort and been like, you want to run for office? You like guns? And um, 
Yeah. So that. Wait. Okay. But do you think that's more likely than she's an escort, and whether it was her or some Lauren cohorts were like, "Yo, let's get this on camera." And fucking, you know, kind of Epstein this motherfucker into like, hey, guess what? Yeah. I'm a fucking senator now. Yeah. Could be. That, I feel now, like that's a lot more like They that. also had receipts from the two abortions that she had at, when she was working as an escort. Mm, did it come out with a Bakfifen guy's face? Because then you could prove that now, it was so fucking. She, they put all that out. She came out the next day. This is all horrible lies. They're lying. This is not true. You know this isn't me. They lie. They lie, 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 lie. Mm-hmm. They responded of like, okay, please sue us. Right now, let's go to court because we got more, and I will put out more next week. And so this is the muckraker we actually, pack and they were like, versus. We, we have the receipts to what we're talking well, about. Wait, here. and, then, and this might be witnesses. literal receipts. We would like to go to court with you, so please keep denying this publicly, and we will keep releasing. And then she wow. hasn't gotten back after that. But her people when are talking happen? about taking legal action. Oh, the, like like four days this weekend, it's like Friday, I think it came out Thursday or Friday. I'm gonna look that shit up, fucking. Uh... Now they did apparently one of their photos wasn't of her. It, mm-hmm. Like they had in, in the photo trove they released, mm-hmm. her campaign managers or whatever were like, "That's not her." And they were like, "Okay, wait, we, we'll take that one back." You're like, "Yo, here's nine photos," and they were like, "Yo, number seven is not her." <laughs> but but wait, they also say that she. Well, first quick one is that she has been taking too much mileage back from Congress, where they mm-hmm. reimburse her for her mileage, but she is taking so much mileage that she wouldn't physically be able to drive that many miles in the period of time that she put it in. Now, also, her husband, Mm -hmm. since she got elected, and and again, for all the Hunter Biden fucking people out there, Mm -hmm. he got a job with an energy company, an oil company, for $500,000 a year when he has had no previous work. He was like a construction worker who works in a restaurant, and now he works for an oil company getting half a fucking million a year in a salary. That... You know, even though whatever that's, but they, they bring that up. And then they also say wow. that Bobert was involved in an off-roading accident that severely hurt a passenger and that it was somehow covered up so that it wouldn't come out publicly. I mean, are we saying like, i.e. she was on a four-wheeler with someone in the other, like yeah. who was riding bitch? Yeah. And did they or say they this don't... was uh, a male, female or non-binary uh, no. sitting bitch. Just because you're sitting bitch doesn't mean you know you're mm. a chick. I'm not using that in a gendered capacity. Um, but okay, all of this is very fun and entertaining. But what I have to ask is, so muckraker is a pack, right? A political yeah. action committee. American which, muckrakers. Okay, so what do we know? Is there a stated motivation for them? coming for and taking down uh, people like Madison Cawthorn and Lauren Boebert? And are they, and also, addendum, B question. I think it's the things that these people do and say make them targets of these muckrakers. I think the muckrakers are also Republicans. No, no, you you, you know, I I think that's, that's, oh, oh, I thought that was stated. Is that not stated? Well, it's the thing is you don't know. I mean, because... Democrats were trying to hit up fucking. Is it anonymous? Too. Right, right, every, well, right. But the fucking mm-hmm. Democrats are just ineffectual. No, they you have. Know what I mean, like, like there's people. Like even the, one of the things I just saw was it's about how um she says she's gonna sue him, and when they said bring it, it's there's the guy here. Let me find his name. But here's one of the things. Here's his quote. It's Wheeler, something Wheeler. Is it? But so they David Wheeler is the president of American Muckrakers. Mm-hmm. But he's his claim was if they really want a civil lawsuit against us for defamation, bring it because we haven't told anything that we did not believe to be true. And she might want to ask Ted Cruz how he feels about being deposed since he's part of this. Before she, you know, like oh, basically she was like, hey. you might want to ask Ted Cruz if he wants to get on the witness stand before you fucking start charging us because that's what we're going for. Yeah, like he you're not part even of the target. Defamation. Like you are, you are Lauren collateral yeah. damage, dude. That's all you are, uh, which is crazy. But so, and that's okay. So maybe I was jumping the gun and assuming that American Muckraker Pack is Republican. But I thought you said that earlier. Is that not the thing? Well, I knew that. I assume everyone that. thought it was Republicans coming after Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, I mean, even he but, did. But they also had somebody set up to go against, you know, to take that seat. Mm-hmm. They have a Republican to slide in there. It wasn't like just people trying to get rid of him, like the locals who were trying to get him on the insurrection charge. 
Right. That, that was Democrats, 100%. Uh-huh. They failed. And that's they how you failed know. Because, that's yeah, you know. that's how you know. Motherfuckers, when they execute, like, and I've said this before about, like, literal assassinations, but it, it works just as well for character assassination. Like, lefties don't really assassinate well, bro. Well, no, and, it, it's not even that. It doesn't matter. It's like, here's how it is. Gary Hart, they're like, he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, get the fuck out of here. We'll never vote for that guy. Right. Republicans, grab him by the pussy. Yeah. He can grab me by the pussy. Yeah. That's so it doesn't even when they, they can do a direct shot to the face and it doesn't it's the thing that it doesn't matter to that crowd. There's the only way you can take down that crowd is by saying that they're they're gay or on the left. They're not right. real Republicans. You make the only them. Thing. You shift them to the left. And they're like, Which he cheated is, on his wife, and they're like, yeah, you, you Adam shift. That's because he's if he's, you will. he's sexy enough to cheat on his wife. <laughs> exactly. When Democrats he's sexy do it, enough it's to creepy. grab him by the pussy. <laughs> like, and they will. They will sit there and talk about how Bill Clinton is such a lich, lich fucking horrible guy, and he's fucking, and then Trump grab him by the pussy. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely, fine. absolutely. Exactly. And it's, and and all yeah, even oh man, it's just. But also, if if we're being real and fair, that is probably how fucking Clinton stayed in office. Remember they used to call him Slick Willie because yeah. they were like, none of the charges ever stick to this guy. Yeah. Maybe it's because on the low, you know how there's like lots of supposed independents that actually voted for Trump that are like, oh, I would never, like, they're closet Trump voters. Like, there's probably a bunch of right-wingers that voted for Bill Clinton because they were like, yo, you see me did that 23-year-old girl? That was greasy as fuck. I I like that shit. It's like that part in uh, Training Day when, uh, you remember when they leave Ethan Hawke, Officer Hoyt? They leave Officer, Alonzo leaves Officer Hoyt with the Cholo gangster dudes, and uh, the one dude is like, man, Alonzo is a Low down, dirty, ruthless vato. I like that shit. I like that shit. <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like that is how... Like, that should be a gift for Republican voters. They're like... That's how they feel about Bill Clinton. Is what I'm speculating. I'm not standing by yeah. that. But I posit that theory. I posit a theory. Okay? This- um, but I do think that it is safer to assume... That the muckraker pack is Republican just based on that. That that they're succeeding in what they're doing. Because, like, as much as I really do not like the shit that right-wingers do, they execute, motherfucker. Like, lefties don't assassinate well. Uh, Right-wingers fucking execute. Well, this this new one, this also is part of the same double talk hypocrisy thing happening mm-hmm. is like okay we all watched in the last few months where they went after critical race theory and their entire argument on don't say gay and mm-hmm. critical race theory was the parents should decide how to raise their own children right. that was 100% the argument was yeah, as let long the as parents decide we think how to raise your right. own children and then they were like okay well cool I'm gonna take my kid to a, a book reading where a drag queen reads to the to yep. the kid and they're yep. like fuck these parents we have to take these kids away from the parent call Saw child that, services yeah. now and that's they it's want Texas, to pass right? laws yeah. where if your child sees a person in drag then they can take your child away oh, from wait, you yeah, yeah. which is the exact fucking opposite argument that they have had for the the all of this year so far until right now and, and not just that they argument. don't even know it they don't even understand that drag queens doing story time at a library mm-hmm. is not a fucking drag show there's no stripping they seem to think that it, there's like drag shows are stripping events where people get naked and no, then they have sex right but they but they and don't that's how think they're describing that it the entire argument on its face is disingenuous and, and it's uh, to groom from, children right from root to stem it's disingenuous like if this kid sees a dude in a dress then i'll be able to fuck it easier and that's but but all of it is disingenuous and from from root to stem and it fucking that's i don't know if that's a real expression i, I might have and the funniest it, thing is they're going to make more this, drag queens but this is my point is that this is this is how you keep getting to the whole snake swallowing its tail thing is be like they start combating themselves because their premises from yeah. from the beginning are bullshit and then when they keep just lashing out at bullshit, and it's almost like a lawn sprinkler of bullshit. Alabama like, once tried to make, they were, they were trying to make a law saying that Sharia law wasn't legal in Alabama. Which, do they even think that there's a chance of Alabama enacting Sharia law? So, But, but they couldn't say that legally because that, that'd be an anti-religious mm-hmm. thing. So they said that we can't have laws based from, um, it was like, 
something about old text from foreign countries. They basically described the Bible yeah, when they were trying to describe absolutely. the Quran, and they yep. didn't realize that they were saying, mm-hmm. we don't want to have any laws based on, you know, books from over there. And then right, a because... bunch of people sued them immediately, being like, um, so, you know, all those laws you have based on the Bible? Mm-hmm. You just made them illegal last week. And also, and they, they are like, from what? What over mean? there. Yeah, the they, Bible they... and the fucking Quran are next-door neighbors. Yeah. And they basically were saying, from if a, a text from a foreign, an ancient text from a foreign country's mm-hmm. laws can't be enacted here as laws, but you can't buy beer on Sunday. Absolutely. Whereas there's nowhere in the Bible that says don't drink liquor on Sunday. They actually are like, drink up that wine. Jesus hey. is out there touching water, making it into wine. Your like, savior is a Jew who makes wine. Come on, dog, lighten up. Well, but but all this leads to a couple days ago. I think her name is it's Lake. It's something Katie Lake. Okay. And she's running for governor of Arizona. She's a Trumpet. Wait, we're back like, to Arizona? Yep, 100%. By the time we get back to Arizona. And this week she posted. Yo, shout out Chuck D. She play, posted play this, like, a, a tweet. Or, excuse me, Terminator X, not Professor X. That's a different. And she put out a simple, very, very simple tweet. And it yeah, was um, like they took God out of the schools you know, and they put in the gays. Or they, they took God out of the school and they put in drag queens. Mm-hmm. And something that's why the schools are having so many problems. God, gun, and glory. Da, da, da. And so, about a couple hours later, this drag queen—I've already forgotten the name. I think it might be Barbie Ravel, but some some a drag queen from Arizona mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, well, here's a bunch of pictures of me and and Katie Lake. She invited me to do a drag performance at her house once. Here's pictures of it. Here's her kids watching. Here's her and me Ooh. dancing together at it. Here's her dressed as Elvis." In drag oh, in front of children. Yeah. Here is, you know, and she was like, it's all a lie. And least, I got the photos. Okay, it's a lie. Here's our text messages when you called me when my mom died to wish me well. I thought you were a good person then. Oh my God, I was wrong. And so basically, she'd been friends with the drag queen forever. But since drag queens this week are the new enemy, she was like, fuck these drag queens. And so a drag queen had to come out and be like, this is what they are. They are hypocritical fucking liars that are lying to you idiots. Stop buying their bullshit. And wow! And I'm sure in Arizona they're like, "Look, that drag queen hates her." George Soros made a bunch of fake texts to make her look bad. Let's quick vote for her now. <sighs> Where they shouldn't even have that ex- accent in Arizona. They should be like, "Hey, man," you know, like they sh- they should be like mellow and too hot and stoned. I don't know. It's just it goes back to my white people shouldn't be left in the no. sun theory. Well, that's that's saying this. Yeah, Latinos, you should be owning politics in arizona and i know it's not your fault i know the white people are fucking stealing it off well no i mean latino is also a wide berth you know what i mean like there's there's tons of so now you got to arizona i've been i I lived in tucson for a long time i could do my tucson accent that i had when i lived there but everybody would think it's racist but people in tucson like the white people there Mm -hmm. they you know like hey holmes they they talk really slow and that's just it's more like a surf thing it's really that's just which is weird because they have lakes maybe they don't have any surfing but that's just that's it's just Um, everybody's slow it's hot as fuck so you don't move fast or do things absolutely i will tell you this and get high off say what you will my very first time in fucking phoenix and you know me i suffer from what i refer to as aggressive caucasity like me and the sun have not been on speaking terms for quite some time uh, and so when I got to Arizona, which I was with you the first time I got to Arizona, you know, shout out to me and Chuck D and Adam Strange. Um, but we were walking down the streets of Phoenix and um, they had like every business that had an overhang mm-hmm. had a little mini fan with like a, a, a water spritzer like yeah, yeah mitts a mister mm-hmm. a mister um it was just spritzing us and then fanning it on us and i was like oh my god this is genius shit like and i am just so and this is what i mean by aggressive caucasity but like i am so white so allergic to the sun that like i was like yo i, I could use this even when i'm in new hampshire like uh, i don't you know and that's why lake meat is empty and they're finding all those bodies we, we did talk about that. That's true. A bunch of white um, people were like, can we make spritzers? So for, for whatever, you know, whatever it's worth, yes, you have to spritz the white people. And and make no mistake, I'm not saying, like, Latinos aren't getting hot over there and black people aren't getting hot over there. But we're the only ones, more or less, in, speaking in broad generalizations, 
Uh, we're the only ones like getting melanomas off the shit. You know what I mean? We just don't have any vitamin D. We are deficient. You know what I mean? So I'm sure the spritzing is helpful for everyone. But uh, what it is evidence of, in my opinion, is that white, again, it reinforces my fucking stated belief over and over that white people are not meant to be in these places. Like, yes, in a couple thousand years, probably, we will evolve. We will re- integrate and i don't mean that in a political way i mean like re-evolve to be in places like that but uh for any listener that's new enough to the show that doesn't know i just uh i have a belief that is call it what you will but like white anywhere where there's white people left out in the sun for too long of a period of time and I mean, you know this already. Yeah. So this is for the benefit of you know whatever two listeners we have. But that anywhere that white people are left out in the sun for long periods of time, where because we do not have the fucking genetic protection for that, they st- shit gets crazy. It's almost always an open carry state. Yeah. People are super racist against like you know when we're talking about like Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, places where they're hell of racist against Latinos in general, but Mexicans in specific. And it's like motherfucker, you live in Mexico. Politically, the borders might have moved, but you fucking live in Mexico. And you're like, oh, go back to your own country. It's like, you're in their country, bruv. Like, stop. Stop open carrying and standing your ground at them. And just realize that you need to move several hours north. Live above, I don't know, get get in a Minnesota type area. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying it's where you have to you live. Know, Minnesota's like, hey, fuck off. But look, you can you no, can no, no. you can live wherever the fuck you want to live, but stop being aggressively violent to people that are native to the areas that you I'll are just that, not supposed to be in. I argue that like large groups of cold white people are most likely assholes too. I'm, I'm just not gonna say saying I they're think not. That it's just in a different way. Like we gotta integrate because white people are left alone to their own devices. In large groups, usually just don't Facts. turn out right. Facts. I'm just gonna say, that is what they call Yakubians. That's you know, I'm, I'm not a five percenter. You know, but a, a funny thing. There's some there's some merit in some of those beliefs. I saw this this news story earlier. I didn't click on it. I just read the headlines. It's all you needed. But it's funny that's even in my feed. But next to Arizona's New Mexico, mm-hmm. and this actor was the guy who played the cop on Breaking Bad. You know, like the brother-in-law yeah, Mike. cop. He got quoted this weekend. Wait, oh, no, 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 not Mike. Uh, Hank. Hank, yeah. The character yeah. Hank. I yeah. forget what the, I used to know but, the name of that. But that actor, actor yeah. got like, he was like walking by a TMZ camera and they mm-hmm. were talking, they asked him about gas prices. And he was just like, look, here's the thing. You know who's bitching about gas prices the most? Capitalists. They're all talking about, oh, the capitalist system is so great. Well, guess what, asshole? Here's how your system works. Pay seven bucks a gallon and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that STFU wow, was. Oh, nice. STFU is part of that. I just, that's just, I would not have. Peg that actor for that. As a, as a commie. As a dirty no. commie. He's just like, hey, look, if you fuck you guys. Don't fucking bitch about some shit that you fucking did to us, you asshole. It's your system. But We're maybe, down here at the bottom. We don't get to decide what gas costs. Absolutely. And not only that, it's just like you know that because people are like, oh, gas prices are hiking up because of the war in fucking Ukraine or whatever the fuck else. That's not true at all. They hike those prices up at random at will. And yeah. if there is, if there is like a... Uh, publicity means through which to funnel the price hike, mm. then it goes even higher, you know? Dude, they fucking, it went negative for about a week and a half during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The The price of like already processed fuel, mm-hmm. it costs more to store it than to fucking sell it. I so like, that. Yeah. But they weren't giving me any fucking money at the gas station. I was still paying for that shit. So like, <laughs> fuck them. Like, it's like, like anybody at the bottom has any fucking say in it. And the funny thing, I saw somebody on, um, like, a post that was a guy in Iran, like, pointing at the um, the thing, or, like, mm. the gas meter while he was getting it, and it was, like, 42 cents a gallon. He's just, like, smiling, mm-hmm. like, hey, look what happens when you guys don't let us sell this shit. Well, not only that, it's um, this idea of the, like, oh, it's the fucking war in Ukraine that's doing it, and it's, like, America has... I'm not saying we're entirely off foreign oil, but the whole fracking and shale shit yeah. has 
I believe, if I am not mistaken, which I often am, but I'm pretty sure that America is currently the biggest producer. We're of, like, well, it's Russia. Us, yeah, Russia and Russia, America. Us, Saudi. Yeah. In this weird way, but it's not the exact same kind of fuel. So we export most of the shit we frack. Right. And then we import that sweet Saudi goodness or whatever. Right. But we like we East could Texas easily, crude is bullshit. Nobody wants it. So they sell it to other countries. Right. But we easily could be lowering the prices of gas. Oh, yeah. And they were just letting these motherfuckers milk and bilk and gas. And there was even like Biden or somebody just like put it to some kind of statement out of being mm-hmm. like, you know, when the prices go up and we're looking at your profits hitting record numbers, it's not mm-hmm. a good look. Yeah. And it was like something like that. Like he used not a good look. Yeah. To like, and publicly said it wasn't just like to them. But yeah, I kind of saw a little bit of that. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck Yo, you. Did then, you fell then, off his fucking bike, though? Oh, yeah. That shit does not help his argument against gasoline. They're like, yo, you know what? If you were driving right now, you wouldn't have fell out the fucking car, asshole. Yeah, but he got back <laughs> Listen, up. Listen, malarkey teeth. You fell off your fucking bike. Take your green energy and f- take it on the malarkey teeth. <laughs> well, to be fair, when Bush fell off a bike, he did it twice and then fell off a Segway. He did fall off a Segway. And then was the whole, following week, was he got a black eye for eating a pretzel. He also got a uh, shoe thrown at him. Yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, I, I was so happy about that. But he, yo, but yeah, you can be as happy as you want, but he ducked that shit. Oh, yeah, like no, a motherfucker. Great. And awesome. he was not, look, he's not nearly, when Bush was president, he was not nearly as elderly as Joe Biden. Right now, he's but not as elderly not, as Joe Biden. But you did not expect him to be spry no. enough to dodge that mm-hmm. shoe. That no. was, I will give you, like, the look on his face, like, I don't fuck with W at all, but, yo, sometimes he does some funny fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. And the look on his face Somebody's and throwing something at him before. Like, he knew it. Second he saw, he saw the hand up and he was like, he nope. So many times. And I guarantee you, his mother and his father have been throwing shit at him yeah. since he was a child. And uh, he, he, because he, not only did he duck it with some dexterity, that motherfucker's look on his face when he came back up came from the podium, he was like, ah, missing it, bitch. But also, like, I'm still a little scared. Like, something yeah, else yeah. might be coming. Hey, you know, there's always the other shoe. You're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The shoe to drop. It definitely was. It was like, yo, I miss me, bitch. But also, like, I'm still Dude. ready. I'm still ready. I, I, quick inspiration. That's a, that's a country song right there. Like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. so I can shoot myself in the foot. Ooh. Okay, let's let's workshop that. I definitely had a homie, um, or they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. So he was not a redneck. He was a uh, he was an uh, East Indian dude. But uh, when I was in high school, homie was like, "Yo, my mom wants to do a boot at me, and I'm pretty sure I turned the corner." <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I ran, I ducked behind the wall, and I'm pretty sure that the shoe followed me around yeah. the corner." Eddie Murphy. Oh, like the boomerang. Yep. Yeah, the high heel boomerang. God forbid you with him. Yeah, I almost did the accent. You almost did I it. Did. You, you kind of a little bit you did, but you I can bleep it out. so much. Here's something I, I hadn't I thought of recently. Okay, when In I, fairness, if you're doing it to Eddie Murphy, though, he does the Guinea accent and the other, I don't you know, know you saw, uh, the umfufu accent. The he does a lot of racism. Comedian accents. Gerard Carmichael. Gerard, I love Gerard Carmichael. Just put out it's this thing about like hilarious. an interview, and he brought they brought up um, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And it was the funny thing. He was like, you know, I love Dave Chappelle. He's hilarious, but like... He has to realize, like, is this the hill you want to die on? Is trans? trans like, you can make jokes about anything, but you keep coming back to this one. And you have to remember your legacy. You might not be thinking this, but, like, these kids, they were they didn't watch your show on Comedy Central. They don't know who you are yet. Mm-hmm. They need, they, they'll discover you and then go back and watch that. But right now, they're not. They're not getting past that. They discover you and they're done. Yeah. And think about, like, I was just, like, my idea of, like, when I just, when I was born, you know, like, when I got into comedy as a mm-hmm. 13 or 14-year-old mm-hmm. and had Richard Pryor. I didn't know the history of Richard Pryor. I knew the jokes on this album. Right. And then I later discovered him, or, you know, he, same with Eddie Murphy. Right. I knew those, so the words he said on that record. So, like, mm-hmm. right now, a lot of people, we have a different context of Dave Chappelle. We have his entire career. Right. A lot of kids have, like, oh, that's that guy that hates trans, trans people trans on people, Netflix. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of that. That's yeah. the, so they're not going to look in deeper. And, like, that, like, I understand you want to push back against anything that seems weird when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, pronouns make sense to me to a degree but i don't understand them like millennials do but i'm never gonna question whatever they want to do with them and you know that's their choice each but well, so here's here's my thing i am as an old man i can find ways to like question the shit out of all that shit no i well and i also so here's my thing uh and 
I don't give a fuck about saying this on the air because I have said it many times to everyone I know in my real life. Like, I am old enough and past say enough to know that I don't get everything currently. But I also uh, am smart enough to know that it ain't my fucking job to understand. Like, that doesn't make anything true. Whether I also don't understand fucking physics, bro. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that people didn't use it to fucking launch a rocket ship to the moon. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how 4G works. So I'm I, on the fucking phone, and I still use my phone. Yeah. All the I have no idea how my phone works, but I know that it does, and that it's real. And um, so, like all the trans shit, I might not fucking understand it all, but it doesn't make a difference whether I understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It the shit is it exists. No, my only problem and, is when cis white male is immediately the villain. Where I'm like, look, if we're gonna have them. We have to be that that you, you can't just attack one for no re- you know if it attacks you attack it back but like all of a sudden I've seen lots of things where all of a sudden well it's because he's a cis white male I'm like come on like I mean we've heard it here on the show but if, I mean, you know and that's that's but that's fine to me I, it's just, like well, if you're I fighting discrimination you have to be careful not to discriminate well no, I don't even think that's true um, and and I understand your point of view on that uh, well, but you're not fighting it. You're expanding. Well, no, it. no, you're not. It's just you're not doing it for everyone, and that, and yeah. that's fine. But like, it's you know, it's like because what you're talking about is to me, it's almost like, well, if you're gonna root for a football team, you also got to root for the Patriots, and it's like, no, like cis straight white males are definitely the New York Yankees, New England Patriots of you know, of the hierarchy. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that delegitimizes every opinion of every cis straight white male. And we better fucking hope not because, uh, you know, 66% of this show <laughs> currently is cis. Uh, well, in fact, 100% of this episode are the opinions of cis straight white males. Um, but it, you don't it, know it how gay I am. It, that's true. I don't, have you to, have, I don't have to wear it on my fucking okay. shirt. Out cis straight white males. Yeah. How about that? Um, but yeah, but also like just because us being that thing doesn't mean the things that we think are illegitimate. Yeah. It also doesn't mean that like anybody needs to fucking listen to it. Because if history has taught us anything, just because your opinion is legitimate. It doesn't mean people have to listen to it. No. You know what I mean? Because historically, think about how many, if you take everything that isn't that category, black women, queer dudes, fucking whoever, people who identify in whatever way, everything that's not in that category has had, not to say every single one of them, but there's been a lot of fucking opinions that are very legitimate and a lot of things that have been very legitimate that it just have not been listened to. And that's how we got here. So if, you know, motherfuckers need to rule out the dominant group every now and then, just tell them to shut the fuck up. Well, then they can turn this podcast off immediately. And that's totally fine. It's not really like there's more than 13 people listening right now. anyway. So, you know, I don't I don't think that that's like any amount of like equal prejudice. You know what I mean? And also, and I did like as far as if what we're talking about with the Chappelle shit, I think that the criticism of what he's been saying has been overly broad in the sense that um, some of the things that he was saying have kind of like the critics of it have overlooked some very legitimate things that he was saying in there. Oh, they're never going to hear a word of his, which points. has nothing really to do with. Um, being anti-trans but I also agree with Gerard Carmichael that like a lot of it is pretty cringeworthy and I disagree with it and I'm like why but more importantly why do you keep returning to this well and that's the thing yeah you it's know? like there are so many things to make jokes about and and also like and, and Dave Chappelle is do you remember the one stand up uh, which was we either on the first one where he had the anti-trans jokes or what is perceived to be as however you want to take it I'm not here to do that um, <clears throat> but he does a whole thing where he goes here's how fucking good I am at comedy I'm gonna start a joke from and work it backwards and I'm gonna tell you the punchline and I will work this thing all the way backwards until I get to the punchline and you won't even realize I'm doing it. Do you remember do you remember he did that whole thing? No. It's it's one of the most fucking genius things I've ever seen done. 
And that's what he does, is he tells you what he's going to do. It's almost like that movie Billy Jack, where he's like, first, I'm going to kick you with my left foot. <laughs> then I'm going to punch you with my right hand, and you're never going to see it coming. You know, and so it's like, this is how smart and how good you are at comedy. So you can literally almost do anything, and you keep returning to this well. So, like, even though I, as someone who was like, oh, I, I get what he's saying here in this one point, I am also still puzzled by why he feels the need to keep returning to that specifically. Yeah. But again, these are the opinions of a cis straight white male, so yeah. who the fuck cares what I have to say? Yeah. I doubt anyone got past minute 32, if that, of this episode. Um, yeah, and, and so shout out to Silvery Plath. A.K.A. Woko Ono, A.K.A. Yoni Barra, and the whole Lake Wataga crew. We missed you. Uh, you got any uh, other parting no. shots? Did you know, as a Catholic, that um, Father's Day is just a fucking old Jesus holiday? They, it was like all Father's Day. Well, Jesus doesn't really and have it was, a day. It was Joseph, okay. St. Joseph Day, was the 19th <laughs> and the 20th of June. Which, so shouldn't it be Stepfather's Day? Yeah. And then, but then, and that's the Yo, thing. Yo, shout out to is, me because at some point the Catholic Church decided to, to trace Joseph all the way back to Adam to prove Jesus's lineage. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about, asshole? It, Wait, it stops after Joseph isn't the real dad. So like yeah. tracing Joseph back to Adam somehow, whereas everybody traced. But you know, like I'm talking like Isaiah, like anybody big in Christianity somehow they tr they tried to trace some big lines in say, Christianity. You know, like Moses and shit. <laughs> So they were all, yeah, you know, your Moses. everybody came on Noah, your David, they hit everybody Jesus. and all their sons were sons of sons that <laughs> out in it did not, not to Jesus, but to the guy that God cucked, cucked. Oh, he got cucked by God. But that, um, oh my God. But that's so Father's Day God. isn't really about fathers. It's about, it's about Joseph, the dude that cucked him and Mary's mother's day was based on Mary originally. So both of those holidays are actually old Christian holidays that they were just like, how can we make money off of this without making it religious? Yo, shout out to Brycon. The Jesus baby doesn't look like me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's real. It's very real. Um, all right. Yeah, Outry. Yeah. Outradooski. All right. So on behalf of the lovely lady that is missing this week uh, and uh, who I've already outroed, uh, and Adam Strange, a.k.a. Forrest gums aka tooth willis yep, i'm out of here like all that money you guys thought you had in crypto <laughs> oh. only two of you are going ouch right now but you know who you are and uh on that note the vice count dirty finger i am your host uh falio iglesias punani defranco mc onion the rap scallion uh the archduke depeche mode von luftballoons the subwoofer drug pusher the dime store crime lord elon muscular you have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario. Because two wrongs still make a right. But three wrongs definitely make a worst. Until next time. Baby.